Welcome to One Leg Up, where we discuss how you can deliver the very best customer experience and how you can achieve zero marketing waste. I'm Ed Davis, the Chief Operations Ninja here at One Leg, and today I'm joined by our creative partner, Barry Cheatham, Creative Director at The Gate San Francisco. Barry, how are you doing today? Remarkably well, Ed. How are you? <laughs> remarkably well myself. Why are you remarkably well? Well, I'm in California, so that's that's pretty good. As you can tell, I'm not from California. I'm from London, and um, anything that isn't grey and drizzly is is um, is a is a bonus to me. Although I am sunburnt today, and it is February. Clearly, the West End of London, being there in California. So, <laughs> um, right. So today we we've got Barry on as our very special guest. <clears throat> Because one of the things that we deal with on a day-in, day-out basis is creativity. And Barry's one of the most creative, um, honest, remarkable, as we've used a couple different times here already, um, people when it comes to creativity. And nobody has probably as distinct a view about creativity, how it gets used within marketing and how it should be used within marketing and branding as Barry does. And so we wanted to bring him on today, get his views, share them with our audience, and then just sort of take it from there. And so I think Barry, where I'd like to start is actually just a bit of a curveball. Um, you've been in agencies for decades, even though you are a boyish 22. Uh, and if I'm, if I'm correct, you grew up in the business, so to speak. Did you not? I did. So I, um, my father was in advertising and he, uh, took me into an ad agency. I think it was either gray or FCB when I was about three years old, maybe even younger. And I remember going in there. Um, it, it, he was a strategic planner and he took me into, into the agency, recognized in me from an early age that I was never smart enough to be a planner. But he thought, well, you can draw. So I'll lob you into the creative department. And there was this sort of utopia of, um, marker pens wall-to-wall -wall, screwed up paper mm. people with their feet up on their desk uh, the smell of cigarettes probably the smell of whiskey or something as well and the smell of other illegal substances i would imagine and i, and I was hooked from a ridiculously early age and thought that's what i want to do and from then on in i had set up my sights on on being a creative director uh, so so yes i you might say i've been in in the business for years Nice. And so <clears throat> I, I think given that sort of background, you, you've got to have a, a really interesting creativity because as I said, you were born into it. It's not something you, I mean, you went to school obviously, and you've, you've gone through courses and, and you've apprenticed and, and all that kind of stuff. But I, I've always just sort of felt like you have been able to tap into, um, the most basic fundamentals of creativity and, and, and a explain it really, really well and why it's needed and, and so on and so forth. But you can couple that with the, the, the rational and the strategy part of it, which a lot of creative people can't do. So how did that come about? How, how do you define creativity and, and what's, you know, what, where, where do you stand on, you know, creativity being at the forefront of communications? Um, well, to break down your, your question succinctly, I think that firstly, try and imagine a world without creativity. 
and and it's a, and it's a pretty boring world and it's a pretty gray certainly in the world of marketing it, it, everything would look the same and everybody would have the same tools or access to the same things and therefore nothing really stands out uh, there's no product development there's no um great advertising or marketing of that product it's a dry vanilla world and 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 it's pretty unexciting um and the great thing about creativity i think is that it certainly doesn't reside purely in a creative department um you know having worked with you and worked with vic i can both i can see creativity in within both of you it's just that we've just got different ways of expressing that creativity for me it, it's words and pictures um primarily and that's the way i um execute creative work obviously with an idea um so creativity and this is what i foster within agencies isn't something that you go to a creative department for either your culture is creative or or it isn't and if you look at the most successful companies in the world creativity is omnipresent in them um, you only need to look at apple for example um uh, and, they, and they stood the test of time not only because they constantly innovated constantly creative within their products but in the way that they went to market as well or go to market even still they're constantly pushing their barriers constantly developing um new products that represent what the what the customer what the consumer is moving towards as well so um that's a very sort of generic way of uh, way of looking at it but from from the standpoint of just purely marketing um it is a tool like any others that you that you can unlock um and it's the one thing one huge differentiator that you that you can have above and beyond your competitor and that's what's going to set you apart so yes you can buy technology um and you can use technology differently and you can be the first to market with something that's innovative but creativity and being the first to market with a message or a product that that nobody else has is is a game changer well, that's a really interesting segue there cuz cuz one of the things that I wanted to talk about with you is you know one leg while we work we work across a number of industries of course uh, one of the focus we have are, is, excuse me, is the home improvement industry. And, and, and I know we've talked about it. We were just talking about it earlier today that a lot of these companies in the home improvement industry, you know, they're always going, you know, if you're, if you're a roofing company, you're always going to show the roof of the house. And if you're a solar company, you're going to show the solar panels on the roof of the house and, and whatnot. And so what, where what I'm what I want to ask is where do the ideas come from, which is interesting to me in and of itself. But more more importantly, and, and probably where I'd like you to start, mm. why is it important to have creative that is unique? Um, well, what you're talking about, I think, is the curse of the template. And it's um, mm -hmm. when when something is successful yeah. for one person, people try to emulate it, copy it, and clone it, and, and 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 therefore think that they will have the same sort of success. So that's why, particularly in the industry that you just talked about, that vertical, everything looks almost identical, and everything from a website to television advertising to print advertising or social posts or whatever it is, it all looks the same. Um, so why is it unique? Well, firstly, it's a little bit like um, dressing differently. If you want to think about it as, a, as um, the, the sort of stone age times of trying to attract a mate, 
um, sure. what, what, if you look like everybody else, why, you know, what, what's, what's, what's special about you? Why would somebody choose you over some, some, somebody else? Right. Um, which is about as primitive as it gets uh, in terms of an analogy. But, um, I, I think of it as, uh, as, as a, how, how competitive do you want to be? How, how, um, if you, if you went to market with the same thing that everybody else has, um, and, and look the same as everybody else, you are literally setting fire to money. And there's easier ways to easier ways to, to to burn through cash if that's what you so desire. Um, by being different in not just what you say, but where you say it is the thing that's going to make people take notice. Um, and why is it important? I think it's because of people's attention span. Why would you? Uh, it, it, it is if, if you think about it. Even digital marketing is exactly the same as old school. Um, door drops and flyers and sure. uh, things being posted through your letterbox. I can remember those days. I think I must have been a student at the time, but you could barely open the door for all the rubbish that was posted through your letterbox during the day. And it's the same really here is that you, if you think of your, um, as your, as your phone, as a, as a mailbox, it gets polluted and filled up very quickly with a lot of junk. And it's almost a bit of an insult, but when something looks different or it's engaging, it enriches your life in some way or, or makes you, makes you take note. Um, it has a positive effect on you uh, and you cannot have that effect if you're the same as everybody else. Cause then you just become a pollutant just like, just like everyone else is. No, I think, I think that's a, a really apt description as to why we need we need creative for sure so sort of along the, those similar lines what's more important to have creative that is aligned to the target audience or creative that is aligned or a manifestation of the vision and culture of the organization reframe that so what do you mean you mean <clears throat> so i think i think some companies just look at it okay we need a creative idea Right. And, and, and they can hire somebody to, to come up with something that's interesting mm -hmm. that may juxtapose them versus the rest of the juxtapose. How would you say that against the rest of the industry? But, but I've always believed that your creative needs to have a, a firm foundation or a footing in the vision and the culture of your organization in, so that it can a, be be um, sort of indoctrinated by the people, right, and 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 vice versa, and potentially give it a bit more meaning. Yeah, I, but, I, but that's just my opinion. I'm just trying to figure out: Do we need to be? Does the target? Does the creative need to be? Is it better to have it aligned to the target audience, or is it better to have it grounded in the vision and the culture of the organization? If, if you need to make that distinction, I suppose. If you need to make that distinction, but some, but, uh, but I think a great idea, not just a good one, but a really, really good one, a great idea starts from within the company itself. And it's a way of telling the story about that, the, the, the brand. So creativity in terms of marketing is basically storytelling. It's storytelling in terms of the company, what the, what the founder stood for or what, what the people stand for, the vision, um, and the, and the cultural beliefs of that company. Um, so for example, your, uh, guiding principles is about trust, um, trust in the customer, trust in the, in, in, in delivering on your promise to tell that story is, is far more beneficial, for example, than just talking about your price. 
because anybody can compete on price, but you can't necessarily um, compete on promise and, and kept promises. So if your values are great and there's a really good story to mine in there, you should absolutely mine that. It isn't about uh, plucking out an idea from the ether and then saying, well, this, this is a really, you know, be this when you're, when you're not. And, and, and clearly the most successful companies are the ones that talk about their, their story from within. And, they, and, it gets, and it galvanizes the culture of that business as well. Because right. when everybody believes it, not just your customers, but, but from within, it's a, it's a far easier sell. So when you're engaging um, your audience and, and you're engaging your, your, own, your own people and they all believe the same thing, say the same thing and can describe the company in exactly the same way, that's a hugely powerful thing because it creates the sense of belief that there's a far easier sell to, to potential customers. Right. Oh, well, I, I, t I totally believe in that. And I totally believe that, that everything does have to start from within other, otherwise you just sort of end up in this place where you've commoditized the creativity, you've commoditized the, the, the program. Mm -hmm. Um, but when it, when it starts from within there, there's, there's clearly an investment in it. Yeah. So just our, our, our last question is, and, and I think all agencies deal with this, I think. You know, we, we certainly come up against it. <clears throat> How do you, as a creative director, as a as a as an acting CMO in a lot of instances with the companies and clients that you work with, how do you move those companies, those CEOs from a fear of change? Because typically when you have a creative idea, it's usually different than what they've seen before, and you've got to convince them that that's the right way, and it could be grounded in the culture and the vision and the values and all that kind of stuff. Of course it could, but how do you move them from fear of change and implementing your creative idea to sort of fear of missing out? And, and, and how do you, or do you play off that, that, that vulnerability that people all at once don't want to change, mm -hmm. but they also don't want to miss out on something because it might be good for them, their company, their business, whatever the case may be. There's a wonderful quote, and I wish I had written it, which is, if you don't like change, you're going to like irrelevance even less. <laughs> um, and that's a great way to describe it. And um, also, I mean, for a start, if you don't want change and you don't want improvement in your business, don't bother recruiting me um, because, well, wh why would you? If, if things are fine the way that they are, then then carry on doing what you're always doing. And and, and if you're one of these people that hopes you're going to get a different result by doing what, you're, what you've always done, then you won't and you will eventually fail anyway. And and, and frankly, don't waste my time or yours right. by, by, by engaging with me. But if you want to progress your business and... Talk and, and become much more relevant to to a, a disengaged audience. Um, then you need to do something about it, and it and it could be pretty fundamental things like how your brand looks and feels. Um, don't forget, all brands convey a message. Um, uh, it, it just through, even just through their own semiotics, their color, the way that they use typography, the way that they use imagery, the way that they embrace diversity or or, or not. Every 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 sort of touch point is a is a is a chance to promote your promote your business um, and my job and the way i see it is looking at every single touch point and that could be how you look and feel in social media how you look and feel on television how you look how your packaging comes across 
uh, how your people come across. It's absolutely every single thing about you. Um, and it isn't something you necessarily fix overnight because you can't, but it is something you have to invest in, in terms of time. It doesn't, it doesn't happen in a heartbeat. And sometimes, and, and this is where it gets scary for some people, uh, CEOs, is that the initial impact can be um, slowing down of sales or not moving mm. of sales because you're, you're taking the customer on a slightly different path. But then what slowly starts to happen and then quickly starts to happen is you build momentum upon upon success. So success will breed success within an organization. A message will start to work and start to cut through, start to resonate. And that's when it grows into something that's, that, that is really exciting. Um, so that there's being willing to take that chance, being brave enough to take that chance and also realize you don't have to do everything immediately. You can start, you can start small. Um, mm -hmm. so instead of spending hundreds of thousands or millions on everything, rebranding your company, whatever you do, small things first. We talk about sprints, don't we? And, and, and doing a few things really well to measure whether it's going to be successful or not, because any, any, any good CEO can look at their own company and say whether she or he thinks it's, a, it's successful, whether it, whether it needs fixing and whether it needs a, a refresh and a reframing in terms of marketing. And again, that's sort of what I've become over the years. Yes, a creative person in my heart of hearts, but also a marketing person. So getting under the skin of the brand in terms of who are we really talking to? How do you segment that audience? What's the positioning that's going to really resonate with a, with an audience? And looking at it, at it from that before even starting creative, it's a bit like, you know, the plumber that you invite into your house. Do, do they go straight to your um, uh, taps and goes under your sink and then makes a hell of a noise? Or do they sit back, assess the problem first and then get right. stuck in and solve the problem? Right. No, that's perfect. Um... Thank you. That's that's all the time that we have today. We try to keep these things 15, 20 minutes or so. Um, and we'll just move really quickly as as Vic would make me do if 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 he were here. Our shameless plug. If you if you in your business want original creativity and a campaign that drives conversions rather than just generate leads, contact One Leg today. Uh, One Leg, we are experts and practitioners of Omotanashi the highest level of customer care and experience. And you can find us all over the place, in all honesty. We're on our website. We're in LinkedIn. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, we're on YouTube. And, um, you know, find us, follow us, rate us. We would appreciate it. And just as we close here, <clears throat> One Leg Believes Poor Marketing Pollutes the Planet and the business is full of tired, outdated, indistinct, unremarkable, and underperforming marketing that sucks. But what sucks even more is that many companies have forgotten the most important thing of all, the customer. We are on a mission on behalf of our clients, customers to change that. To learn more, go to oneleg.co. Thank you, Barry, for joining us today, and we'll see you soon.